What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Jump Cut. It's our one-year anniversary. Oh my, my name God. is Leander. And I'm Hashem. Uh, and today we're going to be talking about the movie Onward and also Wall Street Bets. Yeah, you know, we, we at Jump Cut <laughs> are big fans of... Uh, Gambling. Stonks. Yeah, that's it. And the whole, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta put your money in equity that you believe in. It's not equity. I know that. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, so uh, we were just talking about it before we started recording, but uh, this this podcast now, I think the one year change is finally coming, and yeah. I think just next week we're just gonna turn into a stock day trading. It's an podcast. investment. It's an investment podcast. An investment podcast. Yeah, yeah, to really guide where your money goes. Exactly. You know, I, as I always say, <laughs> Tesla is overvalued, mm-hmm. so only invest in them. Cryptos. Cryptos. Cryptos of the future. Exactly. So invest in those. Bitcoin. GitHub. What yeah. Other, what other cryptos? Those are two. Those are two cryptos. <laughs> Facebook. Yeah, and then uh, and then pour all of your money in AMC now. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, a new one. You should have already gotten rich off of what is it? GameStop. 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 Yeah. So if you're not rich DME. off of yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, I was very upset. I wasn't allowed to invest in it. Really? Yeah, because it's Nasdaq. Is that what it's called? Did you try? Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. Damn. What do you mean, bro? I it's like, gambling. I, we were just it, memeing on it. it. Exactly is gambling. <laughs> but I was just like, I mean, like, fuck it. If I can stick it to the man, I'm down. <laughs> is it sticking it to the man? Yeah. The people on Reddit are going crazy. I, I, it's like all over. I didn't. The only reason I found out about it was because I opened up Reddit without having been signed in. Uh-huh. And the top of Canada was all just Wall Street. About that. Bets. Yeah. I don't know why so many people are into that. It's literally gambling. Um, okay, so here's here's my take. Mm-hmm. I think mainstream media, and I hate using that fucking mainstream term. Yeah. media because mm-hmm. it's like it's like oh the fake news, but genuinely, I feel like <laughs> anytime you ever bring up investing with them, they're always like oh it's the study of finance. Nah, mm-hmm. it's like it's all it's basically gambling. You don't know what the fuck is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. But I think people on Reddit kind of get that a little bit better because the name of the subreddit is Wall Street Bets. Yep. You know? Well, that subreddit's a meme anyway. It's not like actual financial advice. Like they make fun of each other and all that shit because yeah. it's literally them gambling. But but this is what I mean. It's like whenever they tell somebody to invest in this place, it's like, oh, okay, well, they brought them up on the news. So you guys know what that means. <laughs> and they're not wrong. I feel like the news cycle does affect money a lot yeah. it's in stupid ways. But like not no not even money. I feel like stocks stocks. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, stocks. But even even the whole the the fact that they were going so hard in GameStop was because some famous investment Melvin. bank. That's it, right? Had shorted GameStop. It was they, they were so, like push it to the big banks, show them what's what. It was a hedge fund that mm-hmm. essentially shorted one hundred and forty percent of the stock, which I don't really understand how that works. Me neither, right? Because. The, the, I think shorting says that you're going to pay it if they do poorly, right? Short, it's like you're yeah. buying it now on the or no buying. You're betting you're against say, it. You're betting that you're saying you're going to buy it in the future. No, no, no. You are buying it now, selling it now, and then you're paying it back in the future. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, and so you're paying it back for the price that's what? less than what you bought it. Yeah. Okay. So okay. let's say you bought it for ten dollars. Now you sell it straight away for ten dollars, and then you. Buy it when it goes to seven, so you make a profit. Of and then three. you sell those stocks back yeah, to the person. Exactly. Okay. So, oh, okay. I see. I see. I see. Now that so, makes sense. Okay. I mean, this is. I mean, from my understanding, it's it's a pretty common occurrence. 
mm-hmm. at the top, they'll they'll like bankrupt the company into oblivion when it's going low. Mm-hmm. And it like generally usually the general public can't do anything about it because they don't have enough money to sway the market that much. Uh-huh. And it works both ways too. Like sometimes, you know, hedge funds will inflate a stock price mm-hmm. beyond what it is. That's why I always usually think that Tesla is very overvalued mm-hmm. compared to what they actually make and how much like equity they own. Mm-hmm. But I also understand that stocks have nothing to do with <laughs> how much a company's worth. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. Well, not really. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's um, valid. I think it's just funny. I think it's funny too. I think it's very funny that it's GameStop too. Something about it being like yes, by gamers for gamers like, is just so toxic and no, great. No, no, it's not even. I mean, I agree with you on that, but also like <laughs> as a gamer, you're as first. A- <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying in in the general. So, yeah, you're right. Game, gamers are unrepresented. We need we need another voice. We need a better voice. We need a community. voice. Hashem stepping up to the plate. I'm running as a gamer for your local senate. <laughs> as a gamer. Um. As a gamer, I think your first like case of corporate rage is when you try to trade something in a GameStop, and they're like, "I'll give you four fifty for this seventy eight dollar game." Uh huh. But you realize that you were mad at GameStop about that, but you just inflated their stock price and made them rich. Well, I mean, yeah, that's why I think it's fucking ironic. <laughs> like you're upset that it happened to be GameStop. No, I think it's really funny. I think it's it funny to too. GameStop. I think. I, 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 the thing is, I don't have any nostalgic memories of GameStop whatsoever. Me I feel neither. like I've, GameStop has been a very, a place I've always wanted to go. And then I get there and then I realize, like, as a kid, I was always like, I want everything. But I didn't. Like, I just thought I did because there were new games. Yeah. But it was, but now I walk into a GameStop, I'm like, there is nothing here that I want. There, like, even if I, you gave me a GameStop gift card, I'd be struggling to spend it on anything other than a PlayStation gift card <laughs> to yeah. buy the games elsewhere. Like, I don't want a Funko figure, but there's like four walls dedicated to yeah. Funko figures, and it's like the most obscure shit, too. It's like the f- background character in the fourth season of Legend of Korra is like a <laughs> Funko Pop character. Like, there's. Uh, and the fact that they're worth a lot now <laughs> is just crazy. I wish it was Blockbuster. I mean, they did the same thing with Blockbuster when well, that was going bankrupt. Well, Blockbuster too. just got beat by Netflix because they offered more. Like everything Blockbuster had, also did. Well, right, but like what happened when Blockbuster? I mean, I was just reading about it recently. Mm. Um, people did the exact same thing, where a lot of like, what are they called? Retail investors. Uh huh. Like the little guy, were just like, no, nah, we're not gonna let blockbuster go bankrupt and they did the same thing they tried to buy a box but they tried to yeah they tried to inflate the price but it's like that makes sense if you don't have a product that competes you're just gonna fail anyway that's true for some reason it just worked because i think online people on wall street bets have a big voice loud (laughs) loud presence i guess yeah it's crazy i love that that happened it's crazy though like what what a weird world we live in yeah Anyway, that was the that was the economics podcast yeah. part of it. So now we're gonna talk about the social. What? Yeah, I think for the next year we're probably just gonna kind of rotate our genre mm-hmm. every few weeks. Maybe just change it. Maybe maybe next week there'll be a murder and you'll have to solve it because yeah. it'll be like a, one of those uh, it'll be like true crime podcasts. <laughs> maybe you guys have to play Clue but in person. <laughs> there you go. All right. So onward. 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 Have you seen this movie before? I had have. you? You had. Yeah. Okay. What did you think? First time I watched it or this time? Either. Uh, I think it's a movie. Wow. Ooh, hot take. I think it's it's like, yeah, it's another Disney movie. Wow. Okay. Like, I, 
you know how there's certain Pixar movies that like stick with you? Mm -hmm. This feels like another. The one that didn't? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I have some things to say about that, too, because I recently just got Disney Plus, actually for this movie. Thanks, and... Leander. <laughs> and I've been binging a bunch of random Disney movies that I hadn't seen or just didn't remember or whatever. Um, and there are some that don't don't stand out. Not great. And we're going to talk about that. But I really like Onward. This is actually a recommendation that came from Jordine. That's how you know it's garbage. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um. I, I'm conflicted about Pixar movies in general. Okay. Because I know some of them are just nostalgia goggles. Interesting. Like if I watch if I watch the first Toy Story, it's hot ass. <laughs> but like I've never I, I keep I think I've said over the course of this podcast that I haven't seen it and then have seen it and then haven't seen it. But I'm saying now I probably watched Toy Story One as a kid, but I have not seen any of the other ones except Toy Story Four. <laughs> is that the new one yeah that's the new one we watched okay. it together at a drive-in oh my god i forgot about that exactly so that's the only other like that's my memory that and the kingdom hearts level are my only like <laughs> idea of toy story i don't even remember the plot of the first one just that disney no wait woody was against buzz or whatever woody yeah <laughs> but this doesn't have a nostalgia factor does it like uh onward onward i don't yeah. think so right because it's all new that's what well that's what I'm saying. Well, I mean you you brought up the rest of the Pixar movies, right? Oh, so you're saying that they all they're seen as good because of the nostalgia factor. <sighs> they're good for oh, this is going to be weird. I don't want to They were good for their time, <laughs> mm -hmm. but watching them again there's better movies. Mm -hmm. Like Inside Out is really good. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. But like I don't know. Okay. Story so I, I think we should get into it. And I think this is kind of we're going to be talking about a lot of different Disney movies because there's a lot I want to bring up, especially, uh, I don't know, Inside Out is relevant. Soul is relevant. I, I want to talk about Brave. I still haven't watched Soul yet. Okay. Well, I don't want to spoil it then, but I'll, I, I will still talk about the premise. So mild spoilers for all of those and complete spoilers for Onward. But yeah. my opinion is that it was a great movie. I really pleasantly surprised. Way, very pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I think that's fair. Okay, but what did you think about it? You you felt like you were lukewarm. I'm okay. There, recent Pixar movies have been doing like this weird like bait and switch, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Okay, where they're like the whole story. Okay, are we getting into spoiler ter spoiler territory? Uh, sure. I think we can kind of get an idea of your opinion already. Okay, so go watch Onward. It's pretty good. It's not that long, and it's definitely an interesting movie. Movie, yeah. Like it's it's. It stands on its own for having a good, compelling plot, but I can see why there are parts of it that you won't be into. Yeah, like it's very high fantasy sort of. No, thing. I, I mean, I'm, I'm cool with it. I really like the premise mm -hmm. where it's like they're kind of magical, but also not really. It feels like D and D, and I yeah. think it's meant to. But it's like even the universe is very weird, like very witchy and witches and stuff. But anyway, uh, yeah, watch onward. Spoiler territory. Yeah. Go ahead. So like the whole movie, you think that. What's his name? Ian? I think so. Yeah. Main character. Yeah. Is gonna Ian, see... and, Ian and Barley. Yeah. Ian is going to see his dad by the end of the movie, but mm -hmm. then he doesn't. Okay. Barley sees his dad. Yeah. Like, that's a really, really good, like, mm -hmm. switch. But yep. it's also like, in my opinion, Pixar has been doing that for a while recently. Okay. So when you said that, it made me think, like, I hadn't had this thought before, but the reason I like this movie so much is because it puts 
like a strong emphasis on like the family relationship, mm-hmm. but frames it from like, you know, everybody wants a dad or whatever, father figure, all that shit, but then changes it to like, you know, brotherly bonding, brotherly love sort of thing. But then I remembered this is the exact same thing that Frozen did. Yeah. Like the exact same thing with like Anna and Elsa being the ones who hug and not Anna or Anna and what fuck, what Hans? generic guy. What's this stuff? Christoph, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Generic guy with reindeer. Number one, yeah. Yeah, it's the exact same thing they did, but I thought Onward did it better. Well, I mean, Onward is Pixar, right? And, not Walt oh, Disney Studios. Not, not Walt Disney Studios. Fuck Walt Disney Studios. <laughs> I'm going to say it here. I'm going to say it right now. Ryan the Last Dragon is going to suck. Not too much ass, but... I, it looks fun. It does look really it, fun. It looks very interesting. I saw a lot of people harping on it in the comments on Reddit, but... I'm really, I'm really excited for what that's gonna look like. Like the fight scenes and stuff look very interesting to me. Um, but what I was saying about Frozen was that like they did the exact same thing, and I liked it just as much. But now I've seen it again, and I didn't feel like I'd seen it again. Like it felt new still. Yeah. And I liked it more. So I don't actually know if it's like they're just gonna keep spinning it. Like the next one's gonna be like the love between an aunt and her niece, <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> but. I, I did enjoy it, and it did feel new, even though now looking back on it, it's very not. It's very much not new. Um, You said that they were doing it all the time, right? What other movies have they done it in? Like, oh, I don't actually specifically mean, like, the familial love, mm-hmm. but I think there's always, like... The bait and switch thing you yeah, talked about. Yeah, like, for example, Coco, mm-hmm. you know? My assumption was that he was just gonna... He was gonna get approval from his parents and start playing guitar, but he doesn't, mm-hmm. you know? He has to fucking get it from his aunt before okay you know that's true and like um uh toys uh are we, am i gonna spoil toy story 4 <laughs> i don't even remember how toy story 4 Woody oh. leaves oh right, right. even yeah, though he the joins, entirety like, the misfit toys or whatever yeah and even though the entirety of the movie and don't get me wrong i'm not saying it's bad mm-hmm. it's definitely not like a bad plot like mechanic if that's what it is mm-hmm. but it's just i've seen it so much in in pixar movies so but- frequently I think that's also like it's it's there are movies for kids, right? Like they're meant for kids. And I feel like the idea of having your main character be smart and have a good story, you need to have them change over the course of it. You know what I mean? I like agree. if they're smart from the beginning and you're following a smart character, you don't want them to be right from the beginning. I agree. And just completely go through like they're like, we're going to do A and then they do A and then the movie ends. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like they did A, learned B and so did C. Like it needs to like they need to evolve. So I feel like it is sort of a bait and switch, but this movie felt like it happened m- more emotionally. You know I think I, mean? I understand that. Like over the You're po- saying it's character development. Yeah, like it it felt more earned. It wasn't like new information or some realization that was completely counter the character because it's completely new IP. Like I didn't know any of these characters before. I didn't have a rapport built with any of them. So I felt like they seemed like realized people. And I thought that how they interacted was very like they had in mind the whole time that they were focusing on this brotherly love thing. And there was a lot of fun little playful interactions between Ian and Barley that made me like it. You know yeah, what I mean? I agree. And that that sort of thing, like, was so casually dropped in and casually, like, even just the way that they, when they were driving together, or how they would talk, or even how Barley tried to help him the first time that they tried to bring their dad back with the spell. Yeah. And then Ian said no, and that was the whole reason for the whole thing. Like, it's framed in this way that Barley is the bad guy the whole time. 
like not bad guy, but he keeps fucking up. He's over eager. Yeah, but uh, but he's just very helpful, and it's like that sort of like I don't know. It felt maybe it's like I could I could relate to this more than any of the other Disney movies I'd seen. Like I never felt I I've never moved, so I couldn't really relate to Inside Out, and that was a very abstract movie. But like this whole brotherly love thing, kind of goofy. Sometimes you fuck up. Sometimes you feel awkward around your sibling. Like that whole thing, I felt like vibed with me more. I think I get that. That's the end of my monologue. I you have just, a, you have a brother. I yeah, you do too. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> do you I, feel do you feel like disbarged, disparaged as the older brother because no. he was shown as a goofy dumbass? No, no, absolutely not. I I think it's <laughs> it's okay. I for record, I'm the younger brother. Yeah, <laughs> fucking weeaboo, ugly ass, no personality, have an ass. Yeah, where do you think you got that shit, bro? <laughs> anyway, um, mm-hmm. this is a running joke here. That it's like. <laughs> You know, it's got to be older or younger sibling superiority. Mm-hmm. You know and younger saying? siblings are just more interesting. That's Yeah, that's fair. It's that's like a cool. rough what copy and a hey, final listen, draft. Listen, what makes people interesting? Their personality. Mm-hmm. Where did you get yours? Your older brother. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Um, what I was going to say is that I feel like media always flops in portraying siblings. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have never called my little brother little bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or I've never called my sister. Oh, what's up, little sis? What the fuck is that? I either call her by her name or I call her bitch. You know, and then that's it. That's just how it works. Mm-hmm. So I think this movie does it really well. Yeah, like they're not like it feels genuine. They're they're goofy and familial, and it doesn't feel contrived. I agree. Like it doesn't feel forced or really like like. You can tell Barley isn't fucking up because he's being stupid. He's fucking up because he doesn't have the like life experience set. He's not a dad. He's you know what I dad. mean? But he's in the dad role yeah. for Ian. And it, it, it like fits so many like he oh, has to, that's pick, actually a really he has good to pick him up from school. He has to teach him how to like do a bunch of shit while they're on the road. Like teach him the confidence to walk across that valley in yeah. halfway through the movie. Like all these situations, like you can blame him, but he's just a kid too. He's taking a gap year after high school, and I was a dumbass after high school. Like I wouldn't yeah. trust myself with that. And I, that that's why it's like the idea that he is growing up without a father figure. Uh, sorry, not, Barley is growing up without a father figure, and that gets like reconciled in the ending was so satisfying. Like I teared up. I thought that that was so good. Yeah, I did too. I'm gonna be honest. Mm-hmm. I think the ending is very, very well earned. That being said, the premise is fucking wild. Like, yeah. I don't know. You resurrect your dad for 24 hours. What do you do? <laughs> and he's only legs. <laughs> they fuck it up and he's only oh legs. Oh, my God. I, honestly, I think it was really, really funny that they're like, oh, he can feel the vibrations of the music. What the fuck? Yeah, what? I didn't. That, there was a lot of contrived shit, like, where you have to just assume he can hear them. Like, yeah. there's no way he should be able to, but whatever. Like, it was cool, but, like, very weird very weird premise even the idea of like all the magic existing but they've it's like centuries after so nobody uses magic anymore they're all use smartphones i like that it's weird it is really weird but Mm -hmm. i think it's a really really cool premise Mm -hmm. that like magic is like inconvenient that's why people don't use it anymore Mm -hmm. i liked it too i think in my head that always plays out with like 
real magic. Like in my head, that would be a great D and D campaign, but I wouldn't picture it as everybody's fucking different races and shit. Like a manticore yeah. runs the bar. I would just think of it as all humans, and then occasionally there's a sorcerer thrown in the mix. Yeah, but they went like full ass D and D with it. With like... there's fucking sprites. <laughs> the what is it? What's their stepdad? He's a centaur. Yeah, they like went through the player's handbook of D and D, and we're like that one and that one and that one. A gnome. <laughs> Throw that shit in there, bro. But I really liked it. And it yeah. felt like a D&D campaign. Um, sorry, this is... This, I just remembered the fucking Cyclops cop. <laughs> I remember there were so many fucking memes when this movie first came out. Why? Because she just... The poster of her looks really fucking funny. <laughs> like... <laughs> I, she was only there for like a very short scene. She was there for two minutes. Yeah, like That's when, why they burned, it's when they burned down the bar, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh well, no, 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 no! Not just that. When um. Oh right, when they get pulled over. Yeah, when they get pulled over and he has to like shapeshift. Right, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. I I'm still, changing my mind. I yeah, I I genuinely like. There's so many moments in it that I think about that are like really they have a good payoff and a good setup. You know what I mean? Like the entire time this car is built up as the thing that the kid likes the most. Barley loves this car with a fucking unicorn on What's the side. What's her name? Gloria? I don't remember what he calls it. We watched it so long ago. Gertrude? Something like that. It begins that. with a G. I, I, I want to look it up, but no point. But there's, Fuck it, I don't care. <laughs> but there's like so he, – he has like such an attachment to it, and it's like teaching him how to drive and shit was in the car, and like – Having him, because his uh, brother, Ian, can't do the final spell or whatever to save them, having him, like, sacrifice the car felt so much more sad than I think another movie would have let it. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't, I I shouldn't have been that attached to a car, but I was. Guinevere. Guinevere. That was it. Sorry, I had to look it up. I I absolutely get it. Mm -hmm. It was very heart, it was, like, heart-wrenching. They had her, like, fucking fly into the air. Mm Mm-hmm. It was good. And and even like they made it neigh as like the <laughs> engine was going, like as it was taking off the rocks, it like neighed or something like that. And I was like, that's so extra good. And even even when they showed that the, he taped over the drive with onward, like for O. Oh, yeah. Like he taped it over on the like the driver's dash or whatever. I, I I got like emotional. I was like, damn, that hits different. Something I was funny. He's just so like fun loving he's a and, fucking nerd he's such a big nerd but it's just oh, I, I i don't know something about watching that character like even though they were a bumbling nerd they were just so into it yeah you know what i mean and i felt i don't he's know he's on a gap year <laughs> i feel like if i was on a gap year i'd be into whatever the fuck i'm into he's just fucking around he's like trying to play board games with his mom yeah right and I'm like are you kidding that's lit it is it's so good speaking of board games no one will play Yu-Gi-Oh with me and I'm offended. Yu-Gi-Oh! No one plays Yu-Gi-Oh! That's yeah. why I don't want to play it with you. Yeah, I know. Oh, yes, man. Start playing. It must suck to be into board games <laughs> and no one will play them with you. Oh, my God. Just for the record, <laughs> I've been into board games and I've never had anybody play them with me. That's because... Well, you can't just play two people with board games. That's why I play single-player board games alone. Just take the board out, stare at the bits, move a bunch of wood, <laughs> and then go back. Put them back in. <laughs> you Cry. With, you play with Write a little a note. Maybe next year. Put it in the box. I open it next year. It's still there. <laughs> you got to tick. There's actually a tally count on it. Since 2016. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> no. But some people play board games with me. Just not any of you. 
I play board games. Yeah, maybe one, one, twice in a blue moon. I'm fucking around. Listen, man. You don't have I'm to be is... as committed or into it as I am. Yeah, but, but I'll, I'll, you know, listen. This play... movie did make me want to play D&D again. I, I, yeah, I was going to say. Something, uh, the spells and shit, just so good. So good. I, I, w- I, I had like the same shivers I had when I watched Spider-Verse when he used all of the final spells that he learned over the course of the story to like kill the dragon. Maybe I'm becoming cynical. Because <laughs> I felt nothing. Really? Yeah. Because I it was love like, that. It was like, I mean, like anytime there's like spells or mm-hmm. a level of progression in a movie, you know that they're going to put it all together at the end. I hope so. Like, I, but I still fall for it. Like I still, and the payoff came from the weirdest places. You know what I mean? Like even spells, he, at one point in the movie, if you made it this far and still haven't seen it, he casts a movement spell on a Cheeto to go faster down a lake. And I forgot that that spell existed, but he used it in the end to launch a spear into, into a the, dragon. Yeah. And it's like, that is so cool. And even the dragon, the dragon was just made from materials around it. But they've been constantly panning to the dragon mascot on the side of the school. And that is where all these like materials come from. Like they, uh, it's hard to explain. It's, it's like, very hard to explain, but yeah. like the dragon face is the school mascot, which they've been cutting to for no reason the entire movie. And it just says like, you know, have a good summer. And you just look at it and he sighs every time. Cause he's like, I don't have friends. Main character Ian. Yeah. But they paid it off with having the dragon become that mascot and he kills it. What a nerd. Can you imagine wearing a fucking university sweater to school? <laughs> people did that all the time in high school. Really? Even here. People remember people wore like Harvard sweaters and shit? I don't know. I something about it. it makes me feel queasy. Oh yeah, I would never. I could never be that confident in that like it wasn't even that. I don't they... even think it's about confidence. What are you repping? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you wear your univer- like your high school sweater, that's perfectly fine. You're in the high school. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. Maybe this is what, again, maybe I'm becoming a cynical bitch. Maybe. <laughs> what are you gonna wear for our class photo tomorrow? Uh, I don't know. I I I, I have to wake up. What time? I, I don't want to. I I want to show up in that photo. It's on Zoom. But it, yeah, right. It's a Zoom photo. Okay, so our class photos were canceled this year, and we we're supposed to do some big like uh all our people in our degree get together for a photo. So instead, we're doing it during a lecture we all have, and it's gonna be like a Zoom photo. Yeah. But I think it would be more accurate to our degree if I didn't show up for it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like if I wasn't in the class photo, it's like more representative of the people in the photos experience of our class. I think you should log on and not turn on your camera. (laughs) (laughs) You're in the program, but you're not in the program. (laughs) Right? Like something about it seems so poetic to me if I just don't show up. I might do that. But... That being said, I still want to be in the uh, like. We get a copy of the photo, regardless, right? We're, I think it's in the yearbook, right? Oh, I'm not it? buying the yearbook. Oh, we don't get like a photo sent to us. They probably will send a photo to us. Remember in high school, you got like a photo of your graduating class with you. Did you get that, or was that? Do you have to pay for that? I don't remember. I think you had to pay for it, but I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I guess they don't send that out because there's like 30 billion students graduating every year. Yeah, you got about the yearbook. Damn, I'm not going to buy the yearbook. Fuck no, neither am I. 30,000 kids at the school and I talked to seven of them. What am I going <laughs> to buy a yearbook for? Absolutely not. Yeah, we're not. Uh, all of our <laughs> extracurricular activities were outside the university. <laughs> Let's put it that way. All right. So 
other Disney movies that I wanted to bring up. So this movie, I like the things they talked about a lot, right? Like I like the brotherly love thing. I like the having to parent the kid because their dad is gone. Like that felt like a good topic to cover. And the whole high fantasy situation just kind of added to it. But have you seen, you haven't seen soul. Do you know the premise? I do. Okay. So um, it's Coco for black people. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) I just, that's basically it. Kind of, but also like not, it's like a, it's way more. Okay. So if you haven't seen Soul, I very highly, I don't know if we're ever going to do an episode on it, but I highly recommend you go see Soul. It is not a movie for kids. I don't know who the fuck said that yeah, it was a kids movie. It is, thing. it is not a kids movie whatsoever. The themes in that movie are definitely going over a kid's head. At least they would if I was the kid. Like, I'm stupid. I wouldn't have noticed half the shit. But it's like a lot more about like have life. Soul? It, no, I, it just came out. It was like very fresh. It's this Jamie. Yeah, I have seen Jamie Foxx plays the main character. Yeah, I might have started it on mm-hmm. your Disney Plus account and not finished. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's it's very good, and I think when when people talk a lot about how Pixar movies get deep, mm-hmm. a lot of people reference Inside Out, and I agree. I liked Inside Out a lot, and I thought it talked about some interesting concepts, but it was not real. You know what I mean? Like. There is no thing in your head with five emotions swapping them out that's now okay. Like when I hit puberty, it's okay with making a sad, happy emotion or something. Like that's not a real thing in your head. Yeah. Right. But Soul talks about like how it, the, okay, I'm going to spoil like the first five minutes. No, spoil the whole thing. No, I, I'm not going to. Not bother me. No, no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to because everybody listening should go see Soul. I really like that one. Like it trumped inside out in my head. It's like up there as one of my favorite Pixar movies for now. Um, But they do this thing where it's a main character who's a band teacher and that's seen as like a low point in his career because he wanted to be a musician, but he's really good at music, finally getting his break. And as soon as he walks out from the building where he wins the audition to play that to the next night, he falls in a manhole and dies. And it's about how it's like life was stolen from him and he's trying to cheat the systems around life to get back into the human world and take his life back because he never got to fulfill his dreams. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, that is a concept that Inside Out felt like it was trying to do for kids, but this is way for adults. Like, I don't know how anybody can watch that. And, like, the second you realize that this motherfucker died (laughs) on screen, it's like, I don't know. It was just a lot. Like, he falls in a manhole, and then it cuts from him falling in the manhole, like, pans down. I can imagine the cut. And then, like, it cuts to a soul. Like, his soul yeah yeah entering the afterlife and it's like that movie felt like i like this okay all i'm trying to say with this i don't want to spoil anymore because i'm going to if i keep talking about it but i like this new direction pixar is moving in like these movies have genuinely interesting stories to tell that aren't just rehashes of cinderella or sleeping beauty or whatever i'm glad we came up to this point (laughs) so there's a thing um that sets pixar apart from other animated movies. Mm -hmm. And when I say animated, I mean specifically Disney. Mm -hmm. Disney always has a lot of rehashed ideas, Mm -hmm. which is perfectly fine. Right. Mm -hmm. I I, like, I'm not, I'm not claiming that any idea is better than any other one, but what sets Pixar apart is they always go into making a movie by saying, what is the point of telling this story? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And I mean, sometimes the point is stupid. It's, Mm -hmm. Lightning McQueen has to win a race. 
And then other times, the point is, you know, how society treats special people like yeah. in Incredibles mm-hmm. or uh, how family should be above anybody else like mm-hmm. in Coco. I think that's great. I, I, I definitely agree. Like the thing I just watched Cars too. So it's funny that you brought it up because like I did Cars 2 or Cars. No, I, car- okay. I watched Cars as well. <laughs> um, I'd never. OK, I must have seen Cars, but I did not remember a single thing of it. That movie. I just remember the turn left to go right. <laughs> that movie is very fucking weird, dude. That movie does not hold up. It is not a good movie. Are you kidding? It is just so bad. I don't know why. Dude, anybody it's would... the best movie it's, in Pixar ever. It's not great. It's not great. Don't go watch. Don't go watch no, it. No, don't listen to him. <laughs> Are you sure? Watching Cars is a spiritual experience. It's it's like weirdly racist. Like a lot yeah. of the time. Yeah. <laughs> like the Hispanic car is all like the souped up modded one with like the flashy colors and hood and stuff. The black car is the only one with lips. Like the one who's voiced by a black actress. <laughs> the the Italian cars are like a Fiat. And they have like mustaches because of the little bumpers yeah, yeah. in front of them. It's like very weird. Even the Americans get raced. Like Mater is just a, like a, a redneck. A redneck. <laughs> and the logistics. If you, if you find yourself as one of those nitpicking people who watches a movie and you're like, well, how come we've never seen them eat? Or where would they even go to the bathroom in that store? Or like all the... You think about these yeah, yeah. logistics of the world. Cars will fucking put you to like will kill you. You'll die because <laughs> what they, they blimps have autonomy, but tractors don't. They farm tractors. What do they get from the tractors? Why does Big Bessie, who paves the road in the main street of cars, why not does, have a personality? Why, does, why are they not real? And how did they build them? Who built Bessie? Or or how how do they even repro- stop? I don't want to think about the animatronics of fucking cars. How do they reproduce? Can they open their doors? Like, there's a lot of things here to unpack that I don't know. I don't know how it works. Do they even have insides? At one point, they say that there's convertibles. But if they have convertibles, then how do they express their eyes? Like, if they move their eyes or squint or whatever, like, can the convertibles not? I there's a lot. <laughs> I wa- I, it's all fresh in my brain. It's probably fresher than Onward. <laughs> we should all watch Cars as, like, a community. No, 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 no. We shouldn't. That's going to be my next Wall Street bet mm. post. Mm. <laughs> Everybody, we should all bet on fucking cars. Cars? Yeah? No. Sorry. Not my thing. So, Pixar has best... some bangers. That's all I'm saying. What's the best Pixar movie? And there's only one right answer. Is it Wally? No. Is it, what, Finding Nemo or something? No. I don't, I, I can't Incredibles, tell. Incredibles, dude. Oh, Jordan says that too. Dude, unequivocally, the best Pixar movie. Interesting. Unequivocally. Fucking lighting, cinematography, whatever the fuck, boom mics. <laughs> it's all good. The story is good. The villain is engaging. The the plot Incredibles 2 is garbage. It's not garbage. It's garbage. It's not garbage. It's garbage. <laughs> it's garbage. Compared to the first one, the first one is the Magnum Mwah! Chef's Kiss. <laughs> Chef's Kiss is all around. The Magnum Opus of any animated movie ever. Okay, I'm not going to argue with that because I do, like, I'm not going to take the devil's advocate point of saying Incredibles is bad because it's so good. Like, I love it. And I have so much nostalgia for that movie and it's earned and good. But I will say that it's, like, it's it's not, the, the, the second movie I felt like was such a good take to have because it wasn't shit. It wasn't, like, just rehashing. Okay. I love Frozen 2. I think it's a great movie. It's not as... It doesn't add anything to the Frozen story. You know what I mean? It didn't deepen any relationships or do any new shit. Same with... um, Okay, I understand. There's another movie that was the second. Uh, Finding Dory. 
that didn't add shit. Is, 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 okay. It's well, not good. We'll not get into that. Why? You don't like it? I hate it. Okay. Yeah. It's the worst. <laughs> and also, I just don't like Ellen okay. as a concept. And she plays Dory, right? She plays Dory. Mm-hmm. So it's just automatic L in my book. Finding Dory is just even like those two movies. Like when I think Finding Dory is way worse, not even on the same scale. Frozen 2 is its own good movie, but it didn't add anything to Frozen. It didn't okay. need to be made. But it, like I like Elsa and Anna and I like their relationship. But Incredibles 2 actually had a very interesting plot that I felt like was serviced and paid homage to Incredibles 1. Okay. Here's I have I have two takes. One, mm-hmm. if Incredibles 2 came out earlier than it did, then it would be better in my opinion because there would be less hype and less anticipation around it. Mm-hmm. The other thing is all of the characters go through the exact same growth. <laughs> Every they- single that they Mr. did in Incredible Yeah, one. Mr. Incredible has to like stop thinking about his individual role as a superhero and start thinking about like I don't know, his his place in a family. That's true. Right? Mrs. Incredible has to figure out how she's going to like make it on her own or whatever. Remember when she goes and fucking looks for him mm-hmm. in the first one? She yep. does the exact same thing in the second one except now she's like under the limelight. Mm-hmm. And I like maybe I'm nitpicking, maybe You're it's probably not right. Actually- do you understand what I'm saying? You're probably right. It th- th- They basically go through the same character arc. And that's not necessarily wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, there are certain movies where I allow that to happen, but it's just because because they're set so close together, they're like, what, three or four days apart? Yeah, literally, like, as soon as the drill comes up or whatever. The second one starts. The second one starts, yeah. And so I'm just like, what? What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I can see that now. I didn't actually notice that before. I just remember thinking that the idea of screen slaver was a very 21st century. Really good. Like message. Not even message, but just like it had the same level of a compelling villain that the first one had. I remember feeling nostalgia for what's his name? Synthi- Syndrome. Syndrome. Yeah. I remember feeling nostalgia My for Syndrome. My name's not Buddy. Sorry. <laughs> I, I just remember feeling nostalgia for Syndrome watching the second because they felt like such good and like genuinely had like they weren't just evil because they painted evil as this big villain. Like it was just like a person with a goal or yeah. an idea. Yeah. And they were trying to enact that and they thought they were right. Um, Which I don't think that most of these like I, I can't think of a what give me give me a give me a Disney movie with a villain. Like Big Hero Six, Maleficent. Big Hero Six, right? The guy, I love that movie. The fucking, what's the villains? Mo, they, Mo, he wants to get revenge for his daughter dying. But on who? Just on, everybody? On I don't get me wrong. <laughs> the the tri-state area. It's like it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> like that, those things don't make sense. They don't like they killed the killed the person off in the writing room, and then we're like, okay, now, uh, yeah, now they're just evil permanently forever. Burn down like a building and killed his brother and then don't see the parallels between how her, his daughter was killed. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like they, they, and that will, that what I just said, it makes no sense. If you've never seen, like I just, that was all pronouns and, and adjectives. Whose yeah. brother? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What building? <laughs> so a uh, lot of, a lot of Disney spoilers rolling out in this yeah. podcast, but big hero six is good. All I'm trying to say is a good villain is like, makes the story more interesting. And I think it's interesting that Onward didn't even have a villain to end with. So, oh, that's actually a good point. And yeah, it's one of the that was how I was trying to bring it back. But I was just gonna say it's like the the story there is, and I'm such a fan of stories that have this where there is no villain. It's just people put in hard situations. Yeah, 
And it, for the fact that they could pull it off in a kid's movie and it's like every character is just like living their truth. Like the manticore just wants to not be boring anymore and has uh-huh. realized that. The mom just wants to find her kids. The dad is just trying to be a dorky dad, like the new officer dad. dad. <laughs> yeah. Well, fucking working it? hard or hardly, hardly working. working. <laughs> yeah. Like he's just a cringy dad. He just wants to be a good he's dad a for the new kids. Yes. Be a good stepdad. Like brothers trying to be a good father figure and the main guy, Ian, is just trying to connect with his dad. Like, and the fact that you can still have a good story with ups and downs and seemingly like people at fault and not at fault. Like, I don't know. I think that's fair. I think that's perfectly valid. I like, I don't know how to express this well, but I always think that there is a driving force for the bad actions in the movies. Mm-hmm. And I think in this case, it's Ian and Barley at the same time. Uh huh. If that makes sense. Yep. Ian does stupid shit. Barley does stupid shit. Yep. And, like, they both suffer for it, mm-hmm. but they also both grow from it, which is why I'm okay with it. Yeah. I, Does that I, make sense? Yeah. Like, coming out from the movie, they both significantly had growth. Like, you could see how much that conversation that happens between Barley and his dad meant to him at the end. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he, And even Ian realizing the, the fact that he did have a person who taught him how to drive, walk with him, hang out with him, like, every day... It's like, it's, I don't know. I just really like that. I like it compared to a lot. The, the it, it, Maybe it's because I can relate to it more. Maybe that's why. Yeah. I really think that that's it. But it feels like a more compelling story. I like Incredibles. <laughs> you just want to keep talking about Incredibles? Yeah, that was okay. going to be my... I mean, that's why I said damn it a couple minutes ago where I was like, fuck, we just did a Pixar movie. I can't. You can incredible. if you want. If you want no. to do Incredibles, we absolutely no. can't. No? no? No, I refuse. Okay. I have my pick. I like Incredibles. So but I, I did recently, when I just got Disney+, Plus, I was talking with Jordan, and I was like trying to show her a clip from Incredibles 2 that I really like. There's one point where Screenslaver is doing a monologue, and Mrs. Incredibles is just I love that city. scene. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the scene is perfect. You're listening. You can't hear what Screenslaver is saying because of what Mrs. Incredible is doing. Mm-hmm. And so he's proving his point through the movie. Yeah, yeah, fucking great. It's great. It's great. Like, so I was trying. To, I was trying to show that. Like, it's like telling you about how you're a sheep and you're just watching and not doing and never acting and always in, like. And it was like, that's accurate. That's that is what we do. Like, if I wanted to, if I was going to a theme park and I wanted to ride a roller coaster, I probably would watch the video POV first to see yeah. if I could like things like that. I don't know. I thought that was interesting, but. I was showing her these clips from Incredibles 2 and I maybe maybe it's because I'm older now but like Mrs. Incredibles Mrs. Incredible is shaped in a very significant way. She dummy thick, bro. <laughs> Just say it. Has a snatched waist. <laughs> like I don't get it. Even Jordine was like what the hell like I didn't remember that as a kid at all. <laughs> like not Nah, bro. <laughs> that's that's hey, listen. Pixar, the mom's always got to have to dumpster truck ass. The fucking mom and onwards. Are you kidding me? What are you talking about? That's the Pixar mom. That's the law. They have yeah. those two things. Why does a movie need to be made and make the mom dummy thick? You know what? I actually think Pixar has to be credited for why people pick like ass over. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be a reason. People grew up watching this shit, bro. <laughs> 
I love the idea of that because uh, one of the other Pixar movies I just watched was Brave, which I'd never seen. And when, oh, that doesn't really count. Also, what, I don't think Brave is a Pixar movie. Well, no, halfway through the movie, yeah, uh, yeah, I think Brave is. I just looked up the Wikipedia list. Really? Yeah, Brave. It's here under Pixar. Oh, you're absolutely films. right because Sully is in one of the paintings of the witch's house. I completely forgot about Maybe. that. Maybe, but any, anyway, like. Uh, at what you were saying, the law about Pixar moms. I mean, she wasn't thick in the beginning and then turns into a bear. A bear. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like maybe there is something there. Anyway, um, that was spoilers for Brave. Sorry if you haven't seen it. Very old movie, 2012. You should have seen it. It's your fault. Yeah, fucking nerd. <laughs> but Brave was how I think of what you just said, where it's like a movie you watch and you're like, yeah, I mean, it's a good kid's movie. Like there wasn't that much going. That one, I think did the same thing of covering you know mom and daughter relationship and that's what it's about you know she doesn't end up with a man in the end of it like it's about how to grow familial love but that one i watched and i was like bounced right off of me wow so you hate your mom maybe that's it maybe it's like (laughs) i can relate to the brother situation but when i was like yeah my mom is not trying to marry me off for fucking (laughs) political gains so i really can't relate to this main character that's fair also she doesn't archery anything in the movie who? Like at all. The mom? The brave girl. Merida? She yeah. Mer- Mer- what was it? Merida? Merida? I already forgot. But Yeah, that's fair. She doesn't... Like, the whole thing is she's on the front cover with a bow and arrow. <laughs> it's like only used for that's training That's how they get shots. you, man. I really thought there'd be more like fighting goblins or some shit. But no. No. No, not at all. You know the Pixar theory, right? What's the Pixar theory? That like all the movies are like connected in like some strange same universe thing. Yeah, I know. There's a bunch of shit about like the what's that? The car from Toy Story, the rocket ship car showing up in the background of every other movie. You uh, know about this? Oh, the uh, Pizza Planet. Pizza Planet. That's yeah. it. Yeah, showing up in the background. I know well, yeah. that, but I don't know. Is there like some like it's like um the the witch that's in brave is actually boo from monsters inc <laughs> and that the doors in monsters inc actually travel to the past where humans weren't extinct uh-huh and then there's like some other shit where it's like the reason humans went extinct is because the people in wally polluted the earth and it's like <laughs> the reason that they polluted is because of the fucking syndrome technology that gets a- it's a whole thing i like that and it's like relatively Mm in-depth and so i think when people started to like key in on this and started to write it down pixar was like let's just fuck with them a little bit (laughs) let's just see what they think i like the idea of that because they just introduced a new movie where they explain the afterlife of the real human earth (laughs) (laughs) so i wonder how that's gonna also coco is also pixar pixar so that also has an afterlife Depending Damn, so on where you, you die, die in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, if you die in Mexico, it's like a way different experience. <laughs> like much more. Uh, that's, that's funny. That's very interesting. I, mean, I, I like it. I, I like both movies. I like Onward. I like Soul. All these. New, that's why I, I'm really into the new direction Pixar has gone. Yeah. I think that they're not just good chi- children movies or kids movies. Or I don't whatever. think they ever were. Right. If I'm being honest. They're like. You. Uh, yeah, I guess because Incredibles tracks like no, all not the just Incredibles. Then. Like Bugs Life is, excuse me, relatively okay. Right? Bugs Life. Yeah, that was like the first. That was like way, way, way back when. I don't even remember that one. Like Monsters Inc. Finding Nemo is a really good movie. Like as a premise on its yeah. own. Yeah, it's just a dude looking for his son. Mm-hmm. I fuck with it. I think it is, but it's also very childlike. 
Like, the thing is, is I always try to relate to these scenarios and think about, like, what lessons could I pick up if I was a kid, right? And I think that's why Brave bounced off, because it's like, I'm not getting married off. Be good to your mommy. Right? Like, but the be good thing is, like, if my mom was trying to marry me off, I would feel weird, too. Yeah. And it's almost like the lesson in the end was, like, you know. Well, the lesson was for both of them, because the mom stopped trying to marry her That's off. true, but the lesson was that break tradition or something, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. That was kind of, like, the driving force. And I was like, that's not a great message all the time. Like, I feel like there are situations where the kid doesn't know shit, but the parents do. Or just like holding traditional values isn't always the worst thing. Like, wow. I, Look at this guy. <laughs> I'm going to get married at 14. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just saying, like, I, f- I feel like there are some valid things that get overlooked in those movies, but yeah. Hot take by no, me. I don't think so. <laughs> People love their traditional values. <laughs> Not me, though. <laughs> fuck tradition. Yo, it's fuck capitalism. Fuck. What, what else do I hate? We've, we've been coming to the conclusion that i am very contrarian to a lot of things mm-hmm. and i'm with it yeah we just talked that's about the only it. thing i'm not against you you said i think fuck the big hedge funds at the top of the podcast yeah, that was something that. like that yeah there you go what can i say man <laughs> just a fire starter what do you think of ratatouille <laughs> i love ratatouille i've never seen it i know the premise i could probably like i could probably without having seen it explain to you the entire premise just from like memes and shit mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't know. I'm just going through this list of Disney movies, and I'm like, these are okay. Up is okay. Up, the first 10 minutes of Up are good. The rest of it is... Everybody says right. that. That did not make me cry. It was 10 minutes, and you weren't attached to either of the two characters. I know, but it's a very... Well, I mean, this goes back to your point about Onwards being relatable to you. A lot of people can relate with losing a loved one. I, well, I'm not saying I've never lost a loved one, but it's just like... the the Okay, like, I feel like you need to have some some idea of their relationship in order for you to be invested. So I feel yeah, like that's I can what the watch 10 minutes or four. But it's like nothing happens. You don't hear any of them talk. They just they're just on screen together. I don't know. I I understand. Bro, I, I, I get watch, what you're saying. I watch Bao. That's a shorter thing and I always cry at the end of Bao is really good. Bao is really good if you want that. Six minute short. Go watch it. It'll make you cry more than I think up would. Like something about up is just like you're watching two people sit beside each other for 10 years and then get older and then one of them dies. And it's like, that's a happy thing that they live that long. Like, there's no stress in their relationship. There's no problems. It's shown as all good times. But um, I don't know. They want to have kids and they can't. Oh, yeah. So then they true. try to go to whatever the chew and swallow, swallow falls, whatever the fuck it's called. Um, yeah, they put up money for the vacation or whatever. And then they have to keep breaking it. But I still think it's like, it's not a sad like it's it's melancholy it's the quintessential melancholy it's just story. life it's just like life is happening yeah and life is melancholy <laughs> i don't maybe i'm a bummer maybe no no no, no, no. i don't even think you're wrong i but like you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> that's fair i mean totally listen i me personally i don't i, I don't think it's not good I'm not that great that's fair up just it's colorful no, fuck old people up bro. had the other thing where it's like you know you just have an antagonist who's just bad yeah for being bad like oh, i want to be famous but i'm not like what the old dude yeah what yeah anyway we have to keep talking about onward dude the people are here to listen to onward 
Bro, Onward is a good movie. You should go watch it. I want to talk more about The Incredibles. <laughs> you know that scene? Pick it for the, pick it for a movie. You know that scene? No, I'll pick it for a movie next year. Next year? Episode 42 is going to be Incredibles. 42 is not double a year. Try again, though. We're on episode 26, no? Yeah. 26 plus 26 is not 42. 52. You got it that time. <laughs> Fifth year engineering, everybody. <laughs> That's what five year degree gets you. Anyway, um, fifty two. That will wow, be the Incredibles. I, I, so we're setting that up right now. I'm that, setting that up right now. A year from now, we'll do. A year the from now, we're doing Incredibles. Okay, I'm into it. <laughs> so it then you did. can't talk about it now. What are you going to mention? You could say it. No, no, say it. Mrs. Incredibles, dummy thick. There's that one scene that I always remember of. The the screen flashing over Syndrome developing his robots. I love that scene. And it's seeing like which one was killed in the by combat which, by yeah. which superhero. And then at what point he got the Omnidroid that would kill every single one of the superheroes. Yeah. And then like Mr. Incredibles is just Mr. Incredible is just watching all of his friends die. die like in his mind. Like he thought they were fine, but that's like dead, dead, dead. Dude, it's crazy. There's <laughs> so much depth and so much nuance in the entire goddamn movie. That I'm surprised Brad Bird didn't just have an aneurysm and die right after he wrote it. <laughs> like I've done my purpose in life. Just yeah, fucking, yeah. <laughs> Literally, that's the ma- that peak I, cinema. I still remember the scene where like Violet realizes that she can stop bullets. Is it? Can she do that? Yeah. And she like wrote in a ball with Dash or something yeah. like that. Like there's a whole that movie is just very good. Very good. Very good. But I still think Onward is good too. I never said Onward was bad. It's yeah, but just, you keep bringing it up like it's worse or whatever. Than... I'm just saying my bar for how good <laughs> Pixar movies can get is really, really high. Okay, okay. Then what about – let me bring up specific moments from the movie that I vibed with. Okay. okay so what about the bridge – I think I mentioned it briefly earlier, but I love the scene where they're crossing the chasm. And he just has to believe in himself that there's going to be a bridge to walk across. Like he's, they, they can't, okay. Premise is that they can't walk across this chasm to continue on their like journey or whatever, uh, unless they pull a lever that's on the opposite side. So to pull the lever, they attach a rope to Ian, send him across on this magic bridge. But halfway through the rope falls and the bridge only stays up if he believes in himself. And the only reason he believed was because his brother was holding the rope, which he no longer was holding. And I was like, what an interesting, like, the coming up with the idea for the spell and how it was presented was so good to me. I love that shit, especially because as soon as he realized he didn't have the rope, he like fell and almost died, but grabbed like the edge of a rock or whatever and climbed up. Like he, he was totally fine. But the second he turned around and saw his brother not holding it, it was like, what a good way to show how much he depended on him. You know what I mean? Trust him. Yeah. It's like, there's just very well done mm-hmm. I, I, like i will give you that i can't very stop well done. gushing about it like I, the movie I'm just has so many of those moments i'm still like it's just a more complex trust fall <laughs> you have those a lot in like movies where the, the one character will go do you trust me and they're like of course i trust you and then they'll like pull them up or some shit <laughs> and don't get me wrong i can't think of like any examples off the top of my head uh-huh but like watching that scene i already knew what was gonna happen that's fair like you knew he wasn't gonna fall and die yeah 
Yeah. And I knew that the, the rope was going to break or something. Or I thought it was going to be... Okay, here's what I initially thought. I initially thought that it wouldn't work while he's wearing the rope because he doesn't fully believe in himself. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it was going to be his moment to break away from Barley. Mm-hmm. But that didn't work. And so, you know, I was wrong. That's interesting. Movie makers do it again. <laughs> Leander hates me. He's looking at me like... No, I don't think I don't think you're wrong, though, because I, I like... Thinking back on it, there's a lot of moments in this movie where I'm just watching shit happen on screen because it's a kid's movie. Yeah. Like, there's a scene where a bunch of the, like, sprites attack them in a car. (laughs) And, like, I wasn't compelled at any moment. Like, I was like, they're not going to get shot. That was literally, that was, the the whole scene, the whole purpose of that scene was to, like, you know how on his his, uh, list of things to do with his dad, he said, drive a car? Mm Mm-hmm. That was just to set that up. Literally. Yeah. Right? And so I'm watching this and I'm like seeing all these sprites attack the car and they're like, merge left. No, when you're ready, go faster, blah, 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 all that stuff. Like it wasn't like there wasn't anything clever. It was like mainly for kids, I think. Like th- those sorts of boring, just zany action happening on screen. You I know? hate movies. You hate movies? Yeah. I just want to go home and watch Incredibles. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck. I just, it's like, all right, all right, all right. Let's rate it, and then you give me your next movie, and then you go home, fuck out of my house, and go watch Oi! Incredibles. Yeah, I just, want, <laughs> I just want everybody to know, I actually did like Onward. <laughs> like, it's because, okay, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but we always, ha- one of us has to take a stance mm-hmm. on the movies we watch. Yeah. Even if we watch fucking the best movie of all time, Shrek 2, yeah. one of us has got to hate it. <laughs> It's not going to be me, <laughs> but one of us has got to hate it. That's fair. And that's you for this one. That's me for this one. Okay. I rate Onward a 9 out of 12. Maybe 8.5. Uh, Phoenix Gems? Phoenix Gems. Yeah. Yes. I keep forgetting about the item. We rated Limitless or not Lucy or not Limitless. One of them we didn't give a rating with an item. Yeah. I think for Lucy, we didn't give yeah, an item. Yeah, because that doesn't deserve an item. It doesn't. But USB sticks would have been a good one. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so I nine and a half or nine eight and a half. Uh, I'm gonna say eight. Eight. Okay, yeah. that's fair. I think it earned its place. Definitely, I would definitely watch it with my brother. I would def like it's a good movie on its own. Like I would never be upset if someone put it on. No, neither would I. Or if someone hadn't seen it, I would. I would say it as a suggestion to put on. Maybe not. Ouch. Hashem just had the look that he was like, uh, ee, I don't know about that. It's like it's like uh, like in those like suburban white old car- sitcoms when um, like the neighbor steps on your lawn and like I just you know I just trim like, that you know I the just... HOA is just really breathing down our necks about like <laughs> anyway yeah speaking of Wandavision I'm just kidding. speaking of Wandavision <laughs> no we cannot we cannot talk about Wandavision. All right. That's fair. <laughs> That's going to be later. When like the a four-hour discussion. All right. Hit me with that new movie, Rack. So um, there's a lot of, like, big monster movies coming out. And by a lot of, I mean Kong versus Godzilla. And so my recommendation, and this is a movie I haven't seen. It's uh, Or I've seen once. No, I haven't seen Kong Skull Island interesting okay Have i don't think it? i've seen it either okay so that's good i think I've that's seen... the one with tom hiddleston and brie larson wait i've definitely seen is it a kill count 
There's there's like two. I I don't think I was I don't think I was watching CinemaSins when this came out. Uh-huh. But there's another channel that is sort of similar called Dead. What is it? Dead. Oh, Dead meat. Dead meat. And he does horror movie breakdowns where he counts every single time someone's killed in them. Okay. And I might have watched it for this movie. So, but either way, that that's not even important. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Kong Skull Island. Kong Skull Island. I don't know where the fuck we're gonna find it. <laughs> that's deep archives <laughs> library. You gotta use Hulu, bro. <laughs> All right, Kong Skull Island for yeah. next week. Big monster movies. Big monster movies. I'm into it. And then, have you seen Godzilla? uh like the which the ones? new one like King i've seen monsters? the two new ones yeah yeah okay so that means next week or next episode we can decide who officially wins <laughs> <laughs> and if it doesn't been, happen in we're that... gonna run simulations for the next 14 days yeah, on the next episode of death battle bro <laughs> <laughs> goku is gonna slap superman this one time no no unfortunately not that's real sad <laughs> um yeah if you're tuning in We've been having a discussion on who the goat of anime is. I personally think it's Luffy. Leander does not give a fuck. I you know I was sitting beside George when he was having this conversation in our Discord server. Yeah, and uh, I think I suggested that you said at one point that the main character from Attack on Titan, Eren. Eren. Yeah, you said it cool, but yeah, I er- said it the same way Mikasa does. <laughs> Eren. You have to say Eren. it really loud and screech it. That's Eren. how she does it. Yeah, but anyway. Uh, that Aaron's like the best of all, greatest of all time, whatever. But he's not even the best in his own show. Like you got Levi <laughs> in the same show, you got Jean in the same show. Like, so miss me with that shit. Yeah, we'll con- we'll keep doing our math off camera, and eventually, yeah, we'll get come back to you. Compute the numbers. Yeah, and for those of you counting the the things we've promised and haven't provided yet, so we still got Transformers on the block. We got. Fast and Furious. Uh, Fast and Furious on the block eventually. And then uh, we're planning on doing an episode on Attack on Titan, but that will be determined when that actual anime concludes. Yeah. And that'll be cool. We're going to have a guest on that episode and the other two, so keep tuned on that. Yeah. Uh, I look forward to. What are our Twitters, Hashem? So you can follow Leander at Leander, and you can follow me at the hash with two A's. And then our producer slash editor is at Jar of Dine, which also- Wrong. Jar I got Bean. you. I set you up. I set him up. She changed her Twitter Oh, handle. default bird. I knew that. <laughs> I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have to tell you a cop or else it's entrapment. Yeah, I'm anyway. sorry. Hey, <laughs> sorry. are you a cop? Um, and then you can you can just check out our website at jumpcut.fm. Did I say that, <laughs> that wrong? Was, that was wrong, but it's fine. They can figure it out. They're smart listeners. <laughs> uh, yeah, so watch Kong Skull Island and be back in 14 days for yeah. a, a good hip hit of movie juice marijuana review <laughs> juice <laughs> all right it's been it's real been real